Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Welcome to episode 38, Why Impasse Hold Back. In this episode, you will learn all of the reasons why impasse hold back their truth. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is why empaths hold back. This is an important episode. And I know, Tony, you have tons of students that are empaths in your empath program. Is this a common problem for you? It is a common problem, and it's a common problem with a lot of people, not just impasse um, holding back, but there's different reasons why impasse hold back, and for each person it's different. But what I do know is that when we do hold back, it causes a lot of frustration, causes a lot of anxiety, resentment, everything. So it's not a good thing at all. No. And I feel like there's been times me being empathic. So if you're listening and you're wondering, am I an empath? It's a highly sensitive person, really, that feels everything around them. So if you walk into a room, you feel highly sensitive. Or if you are on the internet, you might tune into people's thoughts and feelings, right, as an empath? Anywhere. Anywhere you are, you're constantly processing all of those feelings and you're aware of them. Yeah. I feel like everybody, every human is processing a lot of information all of the time. Mm -hmm. And then empaths are just in tune with a lot of the energy. Yeah. So then it overwhelms them. It's like an overstimulation. Right. And there's some people that actually have that empathic nature, but as a defense mechanism, they might be very numb to their feelings. And I feel like I did that at one point during my journey of life. It's very easy to to really numb out and not feel. Yeah, to block them out and to just keep living life and going from one place to the next, from work to happy mm-hmm. hour to wherever else you're going. Yeah, it's that's easy. what I used to do actually, go it's to happy easy. hour. It's easy to numb, to numb it out that way or to just talk all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, some people just, they'll go around and as they're doing all those things, they'll just talk all the time to kind of suppress that emotion and to numb the emotion inside of them because it is pretty overwhelming. Right. And don't you feel like empaths, some some of them say, well, I have social anxiety, but really it might not be social anxiety. It could be your empathic nature, feeling everything, not knowing how to handle it. Yeah, it is. and. Some people classify that as social anxiety, but maybe that's what's causing the social anxiety is not knowing, is is soaking in all that information and then not knowing what to do with it. Like not knowing, like as somebody's speaking and telling you something, you already know they're lying or you know like the true intention of it. And it's like your brain gets there very quickly and then you're waiting for them to keep on speaking and it's, it could be like getting caught up in all of that could be overwhelming and could cause the anxiety. Yeah. Because you don't know what to do with it. It's like you're around people and you sense the truth and you don't know whether to call them out that they're lying about it or to, if they're not lying about something, what to do mm-hmm. in that particular Which situation. Is a good point that leads us to the point of why would we even hold back as empaths? Probably yes. because you you could be afraid, what if I'm wrong and I sound like a crazy person? Exactly. That could it, be one reason. 
Exactly, and I could I remember times when I'm when when I felt like that, to where I'm like, wait, what if I'm wrong and I'm second guessing my intuition mm-hmm. and empathic nature? And yes, there are times to where y- you are off. So it's better not to say things depending on what the circumstance is, but that still doesn't help the social anxiety. So I think it adds to it is it adds to that anxiety is like, wait, is my intuition right or is it wrong? Mm -hmm. And that causes people to hold back, like you were saying. Right. And it's a good point to bring up too, that if you are aware of this, if you're aware of something and you want to speak up, don't react out of anger when it's happening. Because I know as an empath for me, it could be very frustrating where I'm hearing one thing, but I'm sensing another. And I want to be like, wait, why are you saying it like that? That's not true. But instead of reacting, responding and thinking, okay, I'm aware of this. I'm on my toes about it. And how you set the tone of that conversation is really important. So you don't have to get angry about any situation that doesn't feel right. You can actually clearly communicate. It is. And I think the anger comes up whenever people hold back too much. I think it's like a compound effect. Yeah that they've been holding back for maybe one year, two years, five years, maybe their whole life. Yeah. And they have moments in time to where they get angry and it comes out that way. And I feel like that is uh, an effect of holding back Mm -hmm. too much. So I feel like as we start to, as empaths and as a people, we start to hold back less and less, you'll see those explosions going away Mm -hmm. to where you could be more tactful with how you are responding to everything. Yeah. So... That's another reason why empaths hold back, I think, is not understanding how to do that. Like, how to relax, like, they, not understanding that the last five years of their life of holding back is affecting their moment right now. I think that's another reason why empaths hold back, is not having that understanding. Yeah. Because it causes a lot of anxiety, and they're not, they're not aware of where the anxiety is coming from. Mm-hmm. So I think it's first understanding that and then diving into it and then reflecting on the last five years or however long you've been holding back, maybe your entire life, and then starting to get to the root cause of why you're holding back in the first place. Maybe it's because when you were a child, your your dad would always talk down to you every time you spoke up. So then you just start to suppress your gift. Or maybe your mom did that or mm-hmm. your brothers or sisters or whatever it may be. Yeah, or it could have been one little situation when you raise your hand and the teacher says, put your hand down, and that could stop you in your tracks because you think of that memory. Maybe you even forgot about that memory, but it's in your subconscious. So it's important to go back to those different scenes and to dig deep into the root reasons of why you act the way you do. And like I was saying at the beginning of the show, impasse hold back for a million different reasons and I say a million different reasons because if you go back to the root cause each one will be a unique situation of why they are holding back Mm -hmm. and it's not even because of um, what's happening in the present moments a lot of times that's so true I feel like it is the past that actually is attached to the present anyways so it's like having to deal with that is really important and it will almost be like a clearing when you're just aware you don't have to do anything extra you just become aware of that so it's first becoming aware of that, getting through all of that, and then once you get through all of that, and then you start to process the present moment more and more. Yeah. Then as an empath, another reason why they hold back, another reason why I hold held back is because I could sense when people feel insecure around me. 
So like I'll let my light shine and I'll start speaking and I'm like forgetting myself in the moment. And then I come back to the, to the moment and I'll real, sense different energies around me that are feeling insecure and then I'll hold back. Same here. And that's another reason why empaths hold back. So they'll clear all the past, they'll be ready for the present, and then they start feeling bad for people. I know, that's exactly so, what it is. You start feeling bad and you want them to feel speci special. And I can totally relate because that used to happen to me where I was afraid. I didn't want to be considered the know-it-all about certain topics, even though I was so excited to talk about those things. And I feel like when you kind of forget about yourself and just really be in the moment of that and think you're giving service to others, then you can release that part of yourself thinking, oh, I don't want to come off as a know-it-all. Instead, you're serving the people. And I think that's a big part of it, is changing your mindset to where, why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So why are you speaking up? Why are you speaking out in different social situations? Yeah. Well, you're doing it for other people. You're doing it because you're helping other people and it's not, oh, look at me. So I think once we get clear on that perspective, right. It makes it easier to start speaking up more and more as empaths, like you said it did for you. Yeah, and to get to the your the authentic self—that's like the word, the phrase that's being thrown around right now. But it's true. Getting to who you are and to be able to express that is so powerful too. Yes. But I feel like another reason too that people hold back is because they are. Um, maybe afraid of previous situations where they were told, oh, you're too sensitive. You know, maybe you just need to ignore them or you need to forget about it because that's too, you're being too sensitive. You're overly sensitive. I think a lot of empaths have been told that at one point mm -hmm. or another throughout their life. Especially males. Oh, I feel like males, a it's a huge one with- Well, oh. some males don't show it all the time either. Well, that, that's a big one is like males, they don't want to come off as, oh, yeah. I'm so sensitive, you know, because growing up as, you know, in the America culture, if you're a male, you're tough. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm sure it's like that everywhere. Yeah. But um, if you're a male, you're tough and you can't show your emotions, especially in the Midwest where I'm from in St. Louis and then different parts around there. It's not normal for a male to cry. It's yeah. not normal for a male to be sensitive and to um, be in tune with all of that. Well, I'm lucky that you're sensitive because we'll be sitting watching Super Soul Sunday and I'll look over at Tony and he has tears in his eyes. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I need to let go a little bit more and show emotion. Remember how I said that? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I, letting go. But I feel like being around Tony has actually helped me be more in touch with my feelings too. It is. And I... I let it, I let loose all the time if I feel like it, because I don't look at it like it's a like a weakness. I look at it like, because I know what it's doing for me when I'm doing, when I'm crying in the moment, whether I'm watching Oprah with <laughs> Lindsay or um, Undercover Boss is another show, because they always end up doing something really great for the employees. And I'm like, that's awesome because yeah. people who work hard, they deserve to have rewards. I'll feel that emotion and I look at it as, as powerful. Because I'm able to feel that transformation of energy in that moment. And then it gives me a taste of that's what I want in my business. That's what yeah. I want in my life. And so I look at it as a powerful thing that I'm able to do. Rather than, oh, look, I'm crying and it's weak. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what would you tell empaths that 
know that they have a sensitive side inside of them, but they're, they don't show it as much as they could. How do they get in touch with like letting that out? Little by little. You got to follow your own instinct. And if you're a writer, maybe you write about it first, or maybe an artist, you, you draw about it. Or maybe if you're an athlete, you kind of express yourself more fully with your body in the sport that you're playing. Because I feel like when you um, physically go there, you'll start to emotionally go there too. So you just do it in little ways that work with you, mm-hmm. build the momentum up, and then eventually you'll start to um, express your emotions more and more. Then of course you could speak them too. You start to speak your emotions and then, but like I said, start small and build it up. And I feel like movies are so powerful too, even mm-hmm. if it has nothing to do with you. I think that's when people can kind of forget about themselves and go into a movie and it becomes easier. So maybe that, and then use your process throughout there too. It is. And the movie Rudy helped me out a lot doing that. The movie Rudy is about the little, the, yeah, the small guy that went to Notre Dame and he wasn't supposed to have a full ride scholarship or he didn't get a full ride scholarship or anything. Like he didn't, he had to walk on the team. People, you've probably seen Rudy. If you haven't seen the movie Rudy, I would see it, but that movie took my mind on a roller coaster Mm -hmm. when I was living with my grandparents when I was believe I was 19 or 20 when I first saw that movie and um, it it was it helped me connect to my emotions more and to the energy of my dreams because at that time I was living with my grandparents I was about 20 years old or so and I was trying to figure out myself I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and part of me was saying go back to school even though I was going to school part-time at the local community college Part of me was saying, go back to school and pursue school. And then another part of me was like, maybe play basketball. And another part of me was like, no, pursue business. So I was like very confused. But the movie Rudy, make a long story short, it helped me put things in perspective by seeing somebody else inside the movie go on a journey of following their dreams Mm -hmm. and doing what um, they wanted to do and watching the resistance that formed around them and how they overcame that and everything. So I love that. I love that message. So you can learn a lot from looking at other people's experiences too. Um, I feel like a big fear for empaths is really having success. And that's why Mm -hmm. as empaths, it's so easy to hold back after you shine your light. You retract from that and you think, well, maybe it's not meant to be. Maybe there's a sign that's happening where this isn't meant to be. I'm not supposed to shine my light anymore. I'm not supposed to be a medium anymore. I'm not supposed to be a psychic or a spiritual entrepreneur because when I shine my light, I put myself out there and I didn't get the reaction I wanted or I got reactions, really good ones, and then all of a sudden I got resistance. So you start second guessing what you're doing. And I feel like it's important to know that means you're rising up and you just need to move through that process. Yeah, so it's a fear of failure, a fear of resistance. Mm -hmm. But then also on the other end for me, and I know for a lot of other empaths, it's a fear of success, like you were saying too. That you know like, you know how powerful you really are. You could feel it. And you know that if you pursue this, you're going to attract a lot of energy from like different people. And then you're like, me, I'm thinking, I still have thoughts like this as I'm pursuing my career. I'm, I'm thinking, wow. As I get bigger and bigger, what if I'm not able to handle all the energy of success? Because mm-hmm. as an empath, you feel everything. So how can I, how am I able to allow more and more people into my 
life into my you know right. with me it, if it's it seems overwhelming to me to think about and then once again that's why i always say to stop thinking about it like mm -hmm. really just focus on what you're doing in the moment what you feel in your heart you're supposed to be doing and just do that every day like focus on impacting the people that's in front of you and that's all that matters and all of that stuff that's just icing on the cake so this is my thought process i go through and then I get back to that space of knowing that all of that is just icing on the cake and it's not really, there's no substance there yeah. with all of that. The substance is what I do on a daily basis and what, how I'm impacting people. So I feel like it's reshaping your mindset, but going back to why the impasse hold back, it's because of that fear of all of that energy that's going to come with success. Right, and that's why it's so important to stay laser focused on what you are doing and how you can help the people that you're serving rather than the people that are in the audience and the bleachers trying to throw different energy at you or different things on why you shouldn't be doing this or what you could do differently. Exactly. Like they shouldn't be talking from the sidelines. You should be really strictly focused on who you're serving. Well, no, they should be talking from the sidelines because that's that's to. what people do on the sidelines. Well, no, I know you. I know what you're saying. I guess though. you shouldn't focus on the people on the sidelines. No, you shouldn't at all. You can't because you they can't move forward. they don't have real perspective on what you're doing. Yeah. You need to um, surround yourself with people who are doing the same thing as you or similar, like people that. Like, for instance, with Lindsay, with your group, mm -hmm. with mediums, well, the and with you, you you join other mentors. Like, you, yeah. you pay for mentorship and mediumship. You surround yourself by all kinds of other mediums. And I'm very picky, too, about who very I share picky. everything with. Like, I certain things I just share with Tony. So be very careful. And I shouldn't even use the word careful. I hate that. It sounds so fearful. Just trust your instincts. But trust your instincts with who you're speaking to, what you're speaking about, because not everyone is for you, which is true. But also be open to, to open up your heart too, but be aware of that also. Exactly. And understand your circle. Understand the people that you're with. And surround yourself by people that are doing the same thing as you because that's going to help you to where you're not holding back. Yeah. To where you stop holding back because you're it's you're going to see other people doing the same thing as you on different levels mm -hmm. and it, it will inspire you the good and the bad so um right. i think overall today if you can take anything from this is it's so important to really be yourself share what you were here you were born to be you're born to be yourself and don't hold back it takes so much more energy to hold back than to actually give yourself to others and to your purpose. Exactly. And like we said in the episode, start with your social interactions, mm -hmm. work on not holding back there and then build up the momentum and do the same thing in your career and with everything that you end up doing. Just follow your inner pole. Right. So we hope you enjoy this episode and we will see you guys next time. See you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.